for the lovers podcast season four i want more and this is episode four we have a special guest tanya this pandemic is so weird when i tell you like i'm thinking about how we're in 2021 now and just the beginning to now like you know you know when 2020 started we was all like yes 2020 new millennium new decade new this new that it was great for some people and in a weird way it was even great for me as well but i felt what what me and my friends kept saying was that if you made it through 2020 right now you're in 2021 it's as if like everybody lost something so so significant to them in 2020 you know what i mean you know at least one person that went through something crazy 2021 yeah. we won we know how to move forward i mean you know it's winter now it's freezing it's cold for lovers that's tuning in again this is for lovers podcast um make sure you subscribe to us on apple and spotify and we're on youtube now as well this church me ty hampton um across the board i'll come up and we are just doing it for the love because there's so many layers to sexuality and christianity girl (laughs) so so many layers of different ways you can look at how Christians handle sexuality and I'm a very rare breed of Christian that handles sexuality the way that I do but there are layers there are so many layers (laughs) it's interesting because initially you know let's say about 10 years ago I was baptized right and I was 19 you know I was wilding I guess you want to say and I had the blonde head down to my butt so it was time, right? And it was about this time of the year, about January. And I was like, you know what? Let me give up smoking weed. Let me give up drinking. Let me give up fucking. Let me give up all these things and be so committed to the church and so diehard Christian. And I thought those were all the things that I needed to do in order to walk with Christ. Christians get such a bad rep because of all the bad Christians. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The ones that are in the church that are mis- that are judging you for being a human when they're behind closed doors doing the worst yes. of the worst. There's so many of those out there. When I say that, it's di- like it's very rare to find a Christian like me. When I say that, I mean you know Ty. Like I am a Christian. I love the Lord, but I do realize we're human. We're gonna have sex sometimes. We're gonna enjoy it, and we're going to be good at what we do. But there's so many Christians out there that will either judge you and shame and shake their finger at you for having sex meanwhile they're the biggest freak in the streets on the side or <laughs> there's the ones that will judge you they're not doing anything they're waiting on the lord they feel like like sex is just the worst and they try to make you feel bad but i would say like the vast majority of those christians that's doing those are the first ones the ones that's actually doing stuff on the low and they're trying to act as though they're the holier than thou in front of like people but then behind closed doors they're doing the craziest stuff ever and that's been my experience as far as whenever I come across like a lot of Christians they're just hypocrites in when it comes to sex and they have very um non-realistic expectations that they put on other people that they don't take for themselves non-realistic expectations I think that is the main idea here because Number one, unless you are a virgin, unless you are a virgin, I'm sorry, but like, yes. And I also, listen, I'm here for the celibacy, you know, I took years, I, I took years of abstinence when it came to sex and I'm probably going to do it again, but it's not, it's, it's for myself. Like, it's not mm-hmm. because I'm trying to be good. Yeah, same. I, I never tie 
like celibacy like for me personally to uh religion or to god it's usually for myself and for the fact that i'm tired of giving these fuck niggas yeah uh, yeah Yeah. (laughs) i'm tired of just giving it up for no reason so that's usually why i do it but i mean you know everybody's not like that (laughs) no but it's so true and it's so annoying because uh, you know i wear a cross around my neck and automatically first of all automatically we think i'm catholic when I go back to Staten Island, mm-hmm. like, oh, this lovely Catholic girl. First of all, I am not Catholic. I am not Catholic. Yeah. And I totally understand the concept of, you know, Christianity and Catholicism being very similar. But we don't pray the same. We don't, you know, we don't confess our sins to no. man. You know, we believe in Jesus and the blood and and that's the and that's yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? It's re- it's a very that's, simple that's religion. Pretty much it. And then- yeah, and then also I find like that you can find a lot of Christians that aren't religious, like me and like you. I, I feel like we're not religious. We're more having a relationship with God and being Christians in that sense and not subscribing to the things that, you know, religions do. Um, like the church that I attend, they are a Mennonite church, but and they believe in like in nonviolence and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's cool and all, but. <laughs> if I have to slap somebody up, I have to slap somebody up. So <laughs> you know, so um I don't subscribe to the religion part and I think that so that's probably why I have such um relaxed views when it comes to sexuality and when it comes to, you know, just being human outside of the church. Because I feel that, you know, a lot of people within the church, those church people, they feel like you can't be human outside of the church because of the bible but i mean i disagree i disagree as well and the, <laughs> the reason why it goes back to what you said earlier um earlier tonight having unrealistic expectations again we are human and it's just so much dotting of the eyes and crossing of the t's that we can possibly do to make it into the gates of heaven right and I think that yes. I, I I really do think that the church has misconstrued this concept of you know sexuality. And I listen, I'm totally I'm realistic as well. Like you know, I have my beliefs, and I and um I believe what I believe in. But I think that what always frustrates me with Christianity and and sexuality is that so like I find that the men in the church like people always say you know you got to find a good man in the church. Those are the worst ones to find. <laughs> Those are the worst ones to find because they wear the the heaviest masks. <laughs> they wear the heaviest masks. So it's scary, Tanya. It's scary because you know sometimes yeah. I feel so bad, fucking right. I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes I'm like coming from a world of abstinence and coming into fucking now. I, like I said, I I, I want to go back to being abstinence, and I probably will. But I was feeling so bad. Like, I, every time I'm like, Ty, uh, like, this is the worst of the sins That's you cool. could be committing. But I'm like, but Ty, you smoke weed. Ty. That's learned behavior. That's why. For some reason, within the church, they tend to place the worst um, shame on sex rather than anything else that you do. So we know that in the Bible, no sin is greater than another. So where we've been taught that sex is like the worst thing 
Like you can't have sex, it's the worst. Meanwhile, we're out here doing all kinds of other things. We're cursing, keep smoking, we drinking, getting drunk. I'm out here wearing little ass dresses. And <laughs> all of those things we're not supposed to do. But the church has us feeling shameful of our sexuality. And that's just not something that we should be doing. I mean, the Bible was written long, long ago. So it's not written for what's going on today. So it's unfortunate that we have to feel shame. Like the people that have been like within the church and and whatnot, we get shamed for that. We get shamed for not being married if we are in certain churches. I used to go to a church in Manhattan and people did not speak to me because I was not married. Because I had a boyfriend and I was unmarried. So you could always find people that, like I said, are going to shame you. So that shame that you felt bad while you were having sex is just a learned behavior. You shouldn't feel bad. I mean, you shouldn't feel bad. I mean, people are going to disagree with me, but you, you shouldn't feel bad. I mean, when you, I, I, I just don't feel as though there should be any kind of shame placed on sex. That's just my thoughts because we're human beings and that's just what we're going to do. Now, if you personally feel morally, like, you know, if you're out here having sex with a whole bunch of people and you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing it with all these niggas, then you could feel bad if you want to. But it shouldn't be like, oh, I feel bad because God is going to be mad at me. Well, God's going to be mad at you because you've done a lot of other things also. So, <laughs> Which is true. And he's a forgiving God. And he's a forgiving God. So, I mean, if he's going to be mad at you because you had sex, he's also going to be mad because of those drinks that we had. He's also going to be mad because of that blunt that you smoked. He's also going to be mad about all of those things so I mean don't place too much pressure on yourself my church is in Jersey it's a non-denominational church but still like you know I'm worried about oh having them on my social media you know or whatever but at the Mm -hmm. end of the day I am real I am Ty Hampton like God gave me these words to say I do think that there could be some control you can have like musical about morals and stuff like cursing and getting drunk you know I I do try to live a righteous life as much as possible Mm -hmm. You know, just because I want to live right, and it feels good to live right, but yeah, it's just, it's, but that's what you, that's all you can do is try and strive to do it. But we shouldn't beat ourselves up when we fall short because we're always gonna fall short. It's so true, though. Like, it's so true. And I'm thinking about life and how like we've been conditioned to believe that sex is really the worst of things. And yeah. I used to think it was the worst of things as well because it's a soul tie. Now, would yeah. you agree with me that, you know, having sex with multiple people, not having sex with multiple people, just having sex in general is creating some type of bond between the spirits? Yes, yeah, so that I do agree with. And that's why my views on sex are the way how they are. I don't, I I believe that, yes, we do create soul ties, which is why I try not to be out here, you know, snatching up souls all over the place. So, so that's why I, I do agree with that absolutely wholeheartedly that they're all so tied. So that's why I do go through little bouts of um, celibacy and I try not to be out here, you know, dipping and dabbing with everybody because I do believe in soul ties strongly. Like, what do you feel are soul ties and do you feel like you can break them? My whole uh, experiments with soul ties started probably about like two, three years ago, right? And I was really like, because I was like coming to my end of my 20s. So I was like, all right, let me test these waters and really see, like, am I really being affected by having sex by certain people? All right, I'm dating someone, let's have sex. And I remember, like, feeling so different between each man that I had sex with, right? But wait, was it because of him? Was the sex bad? Like, 
Was it his spirit or was it the song? I think it was his spirit, to be honest. I think his intentions for me were not good. And I'm such I'm such of a spiritual person that my spirit is not with it. In real world, he was fine. Like, you know, he in, 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 in face, he was okay. You know, he treated me good. There was no complications. And obviously, we wouldn't have went to that level. But my spirit just wasn't winning. And like, literally that's how I felt. And like, I remember I just, I was disgusted by him, by his presence, by everything. And we never, we never, we never did it again. So mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that was a crazy ass like experience there. Like I, I, you know, I should not be having yeah. that. That's wild to me. Okay, moving on. Yeah, your spirit just did not take that. That's what I'm saying. And so then I had sex with someone else who was a friend of mine for years. And we randomly just had sex by mistake or whatever, my mistake. And by <laughs> mistake, <gotta> happen. <laughs> Oops, the dick slipped in. My fault. Oh, I can't get it out. Let me keep riding on it. So finish. <laughs> My bad. How'd I get in there? What happened? I felt like so amazing. Like you know, I I truly did. So I was like, whoa, what's going on here with these spirits and the sex? Because I have this theory of like. When you have sex with someone, when a man has sex with a woman, he's dumping his soul in her, period, right? And when a woman has sex with a man, she may be attaching her soul to him. So, like, if you talk to your homeboys and they have sex with some woman or whatever, not, like, random women, but it could be the same girl or no, but they wonder why their spirit ain't right. And one of my homeboys told me that. He was like, you know, um, I was having sex with this. And it was his fiance, but his spirit was not right. And he couldn't figure it out. As soon as they stopped fucking, they stopped being together, his spirit was bright. He was in tune. He was aligned. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that's yeah. so crazy to me how sex, but that sex is so powerful. Because think about it. It's the only time we're one. The only time we're actually creating life here. You know, now to break a soul tie, I don't know. I think that takes a certain level of like maturity and realization to really break a soul tie. Like um, I thought I was in a soul tie currently with my, with my lover, but I'm not. I'm just. I'm just in a lustful stage. That's that's literally what it is. It's just. It's just a lustful stage that I'm actually not even in anymore. Either. Like I feel like, all right, orgasm, orgasm, orgasm. All right. Like what else? Like orgasm. Okay. All right, orgasm. Like you know, it's yeah. not like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and I'm happy that you know. I'm happy that I, we're, we're reaching such pleasure and intimacy. But I know also I want to, I want more and I want more from, I want more. I just want more. Mm-hmm. In life, I just want more, I just want more. I just, once I got this, okay, now I want more, now more, now I want more. So that's where I'm at. But what do you think about, what's your take on soul ties and sex? Like, can you really block your blessings by fucking the same person? I think you can. And I think that it takes a long time to break a soul tie. Mm. Um, and I think feel like it takes a lot of like spiritual cleansing a lot of prayer I feel like it takes a whole lot to break a soul tie and I do feel that soul ties are strengthened by the length of time or the strength of that person's spirit so with me and like my past relationship that I was in that was terrible that you know about Mm -hmm. I feel as though like that soul tie took a very long time to break and um his dark energy and depression and just all that was like stuck to me for a very 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 long time for years 
and I'm still praying through that, even though it's been almost like three years that I've been gone out of that situation. But I do feel as though you do connect soul ties with every person that you're with. Why do I say that? Because even like down to, I don't I feel like it's a soul tie. People might call it something else, but like I was with somebody twice, maybe two years ago. And even like for him, he like still would like linger around. And I'm like, why is this person still here? And I feel like that's probably just like a soul tie because it was never nothing serious. And I feel like that's just something that you exchange whenever you have sex with people. But I feel like it takes a long time to break depending on how strong that it is. And I feel like it can be the length of time that you've been with somebody that you just keep on doing it and doing it and doing it that it just strengthens it. And But I also do feel like if somebody has like a very, very strong like spirit that that also could probably take a while to, to get off of you. Yeah. If it's a bad situation. I don't know about good. I've never had a soul tie with somebody that was well I have had a soul tie with someone that was like amazing I have and they passed on but you it was just like always like a great like amazing feeling like with this person and it was never like any negative like feeling or anything like that but it was just like very strong between the two of them but I do believe in them and I but I do feel like it takes a really long time and a lot of work to break them you know, I agree, actually. And I was going to ask you, was there ever a time when you felt like there was a positive soul tie involved? You know, like maybe, maybe I don't know, like even like with my lover now, it's like, why is this person still here? Like, I'm always like fake mad at the person. And then I and I think about <laughs> what the reasons I'm mad about. I'm like, they're not really that serious reasons. However, am I being manipulated to think they're not serious reasons just for the sake of of having a relationship with this person and it's just like it, so it's just so many layers and i do that and that's- yeah and you know what i'm sorry to cut you off but you know what i'm not clear on whether or not it's a soul tie or that your sex is with you exactly <laughs> how do you know the difference we need a we need an expert how do we know the difference what is the difference <laughs> between a soul tie and the sex just being good lovers what is the difference if you know email email me Ty at ForTheLovers.com because this is a real thing because you really need to know. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I think that if you're in tune, if you're aligned and you're spiritual, you know the difference. Like, I, I think that you know because you're, you, I think your spirit is always going to tell you stuff. Like, you know, that inner you voice, that, 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 that spirit is literally always going to tell you stuff. And even like with me, I'm always, I'm always constantly analyzing stuff, analyzing stuff, analyzing myself and me and where I'm at and, and stuff. And I'm like, I don't even think now I'm like I don't even I don't even think it's because the sex is good like the sex is always gonna be good and it's always gonna be better and better because you're getting deeper and deeper with this person but now I'm like I'm just like at the point where it's like what is the purpose be a Christian have sex unmarried and with someone from a different religion oh I can't date someone in a different religion wow (laughs) that's a no for me like I I mean it depends. Like I can't. I would say deal breakers for me is if you are an atheist or agnostic. I can't do that because I just can't deal with that. But I mean, like I don't know that I could. I mean, maybe I can date somebody that's in a, a, of a different religion, but I don't think I could be married to someone that is of a different religion. Um, my best friend. Oh well, you know her. She married a Jewish yes. man. Yes. <laughs> yes. I yes. don't know how that would work once it comes 
to raising the children like I don't know how like that works for her but I don't know how that would work for me I don't know how I would be able to be like all right we can negotiate on this like I'm not negotiating like my children are Jesus that's it (laughs) and that's literally it like we're celebrating Christmas bruh we are celebrating yeah, Jesus' birthday. Exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's what we're doing. You know, this whole season of For the Lovers podcast, season four, is really about wanting more. You know, season three, um, we was we were still in Thailand. Season two, we was in Thailand. Now, all right, we 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 we're gonna be in Thailand. But what is what is coming out? What is what is in store for this next chapter of life? You know, turning 30 years old, there's a lot of things that you have to close the door on and confirmly move forward, make up your mind. Yeah, um, absolutely. There is a year of change. Yes, it's a year of change. And like, I have no regrets in my 20s completely. But I remember I was very strongly and not wanting to bring this lover into this new chapter. Like, I was like, nah, it's just, you know, it's over. Like, I'm not bringing him in. And here he is. Why? (laughs) (sighs) His season might not be over. His season might not be over. There might be more to learn. Or maybe it's something that, you know, it could work out. You never know. I try not to, you know, look at things in that way. You know, you don't have to get rid of him unless, you know, there are that, it's something that's strong. If he's a different religion and you are thinking about a future and you are thinking about children and you're like, well, how can we work, maneuver in that space? That's something that's a conversation you would have to have. Um, me, like I said, I already am very dead set on, if you don't know Jesus, we not having children. I don't know how we could ever get married. Like, <laughs> I don't know about that, but that's just me. Everybody's not like that. So, I mean, he could, he, he could either be serving his purpose within a season or y'all just have some building to do. It's interesting, girl. Being a Christian in today's world is almost like a blasphemy as well. Like, people, yeah. I feel like, don't respect us. Do you feel that no, way? No, I absolutely do. I've had guys tell me they stopped speaking to me or they realized they could not date me because they noticed I went to church, so they thought I was a church person. But that's because of the way how Christians behave, like a lot of Christians behave, they, we get labeled as those that shake their fingers at people and treat people the way how they shouldn't be treated and judge everybody. And that's what, that's the rep that a lot of us have. So I respect it in that sense. And I feel like there's a whole lot of people out there now that are atheists and agnostic. Like, I feel like that's the news. Like, until something happens, then you want to call on God, but whatever. But, <laughs> but I definitely feel like we're not respected at all. And that's whack. And that's why it's so hard to date. And you could even tell somebody that you're a Christian. It's very hard. It's very difficult. I agree, Tanya. I really do. I really do think that um, as easygoing as, you know, th- you know, walking with Jesus is, the world makes it harder for us and and then it's just and then it it just proves it just proves why we walk with jesus because imagine how he was walking you know what i'm saying and his walk and why and why why it is the way it is i wanted to make things clear this episode because it is okay to have sex i am not telling the world of christians to go out and be a hoe i am not telling the world that but i'm telling the world that if you will listen to this episode, but if that's your choice, yes, sex is, <laughs> sex is your choice, and you got in this world by fucking. If that is your and choice. if you're not a virgin, yeah, exactly. you know what it feels like. You know what it is like. It's it's. I don't. You know. It's weird. It's really really weird because people really Christians really put such high um, expectations on sex when you're still you're still talking, you're still gossiping, mm-hmm. you're still speeding. All these things are all the okay. same. Still lying. Still cheating. Still cheating. 
<laughs> Literally, girl, the story. Still drinking. The, still okay. Crying, still smoking. Okay. Still shaking ass. <laughs> you dancing. Okay. You you ain't you ain't you ain't Pentecostal. Why you um why you skirting down to your ankles? Listen, just because you have sex and you sucking dick and eating ass and all of that from Monday through Saturday, don't mean because you ain't do it on Sunday that you any different. <laughs> Does not mean anything. Say in my in a former relationship I was in, the person that I was with had a very very dark spirit, and he used to always try to either have sex or pick fights or something so I wouldn't go to church. Oh my god. And try to try to do it over the over the timing so I wouldn't leave. And I was a slave to the D so I used to take it and then I would miss church. And then I would realize what exactly was happening there. So in that sense I shouldn't have been doing it. I shouldn't have been all of that. Now it also was like with the soul tag because it's so had and it was like deliberately so I wouldn't watch so I wouldn't go to church because I, he had a dark spirit. But the whole purpose of this episode was really to dig into Christianity and sexuality, and I'm happy that we really did lay out some of the layers. It's really more to it because think about this: during, during, um, you know, we have the Old Testament and the New Testament, right? Mm-hmm. During the Old Testament, everybody was fucking. I'm not saying it was okay. I'm just saying everybody was fucking naked and fucking. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think Adam and Eve was doing in there? First of all, when Mary got pregnant <laughs> with Jesus, Joseph thought that she cheated. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, he thought she cheated. He thought that she was out here, you know, spreading their wives for everybody. Yep. And he ain't even, he didn't believe it. So, I mean, people was out here, you know, cheating and doing stuff. And that's always been that's just always been the reality of the world and while yes in the bible it's saying you know you should wait until you're married i mean that's just not the reality of the world that we live in today should you in my opinion should you be very selective yes why you're building soul ties you just don't want to be out there messing with everybody and that's male and female and i feel like that's just for you as a person you don't want to keep taking in all that energy and all that that's why you shouldn't do it but i don't feel as though you should attach that to jesus if you choose to that's on you but just don't shame others if you choose not to do you how do you even feel about i know i know that you won't like really take anyone seriously from a different religion but would you even like have sex with them um i have i feel like for me um i'm still i, I, feel like, I don't know i feel like it's a worse sin i feel like fuck the sex i'm fucking someone not even my same fucking <laughs> religion i don't know like it's so weird yeah i have when i was younger um have i as an adult not knowingly no <laughs> Not knowingly, no. I I don't always talk about religion with everybody, but I mean now I probably would um, have that conversation. But I have when I was younger. I wasn't like a Christian when I was younger, though. I was just out here living <laughs> because I wouldn't take it. Like I said, I don't see any purpose in me dating anyone of a different religion. So I don't feel like right. it would ever go that far. Right. Makes sense. I mean, it really makes sense. Do you feel like, um, you know, do you feel like in any way can for, uh, you know, for new believers in Christ, can this conversation maybe taint their faith? Because maybe they were, maybe they were people that were coming from, you know, um, a sex, a sex addict, you know, <laughs> all these different things. 
to tie in with sex and all their life they've been taught this thing and now it's like they're relearning they're unlearning you know how to be a great christian and what would you suggest to them i guess as they walk with jesus i feel that new believers in christ should go through their work should go through their walk I do realize that oftentimes when you're a new believer and you're new into it, you start, you go in being extreme, like a real extremist, and you start doing all kinds of crazy stuff, but eventually God levels you out. So that's not for me to tell you exactly what to do. It's just for, all I can say is just pray on it and follow God and let just let him lead because I feel eventually God will remind you that you're a human being and that you don't need to put that much pressure on yourself. He's a forgiving God. He's always there for you. And he knows the life that we are living now and the times that we're living in now. So I wouldn't, um, I would just say to continue to walk your path and do what it is that you have to do, but just be open-minded and realize that, you know, like everything that you know right now isn't the end of it. Everything that I know right now isn't the end of it. But I just know that, you know, judging people and stressing yourself out because you did something wrong is not the way to live. I agree, Tanya. You really said it great. I mean, you know, talking about Christianity and um, sexuality in 2021, I always have my different visions. And I've always been like skeptical with even sharing it with the public because I feel like I live such a, I don't know, such a like a rebel kind of lifestyle that I'm like, do I, should I continue to represent, you know, Christianity in its fullness? Because I believe in Jesus Christ, period, you know? And I pray in Jesus' name, all these things. And it's even interesting because even with my level, we pray in Jesus' name. Like when we when we say grace and we eat, it's in Jesus' name, amen. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I don't know, it's just weird to see a future with someone of a different religion and also to continue to, you know, um, embrace such sexuality by being a Christian, you know, because we don't want to do whatever we want to do in life either. You know, I feel like this, that's why I feel like there's always this controversy and conflictions in within itself. Yeah. And I mean, we're not, we're also not very comfortable in voicing the way how we feel and having these conversations because we know that we're going to be judged. Like everything that we're saying right now, someone is going to listen and they are going to judge us. They are going to say they sound stupid because how are you Christian and you out here doing this? Or, and that's that's part of the problem. Like <laughs> that's part of you not actually paying attention to your Bible. Like <laughs> so, I mean, someone's always gonna have something to say, but all we have to know is that we are living to the best of our ability and we are trying to do what we can do. And we are, you know, what we're living we're living for God we're not living for people so try like we, that's all we can do is just try all we can do is try that's all, <laughs> all we can, can do, do is try, try and not and put like pressure on ourselves and it's hard but that's just if it was easy then everybody would be doing it so one of the we have a question from a lover and <laughs> since the topic is what the topic is do you do you like when men moan it depends <laughs> It depends because if you're like moaning like excessively, like it's crazy. Like I like talking. Like I like talking with a mixture of a moan. If it's like all moaning, then it's like weird. Like the moan rooms on um on Clubhouse. <laughs> uh, they have uh, like what in the world? Well, you know, uh, sometimes they have the moan rooms for the women and they had like a grunt room for the men. And that was like weird because it's like, you know, you have to have some talking in between. So is this strictly a room of wait? <laughs> 
So lovers, again, if you're tuned in to For the Lovers Podcast, this is um, Ty Hampton and Tanya. And basically, we've been discussing Christianity and sexuality. We've been talking about the different layers of it, fucking someone or a different religion, um, the conflictions of walking with Jesus and fucking and fucking and creating soul ties of negativity and positivity, how long it takes to break those soul ties. You know, we've had a great episode Um the last couple of episodes, if you if you've been listening, have been about just what are my what are my distractions personally, and it's always going to be men. Not like I'm outside with men, but like you know, I could be picking flowers and a man walks past, and I'm like, oh my god, he's so cute. Like you know, and forgot I was picking flowers. Like you know, it just happens. So I wanted to have this discussion today because we're both Christians, um, and you know, we're both in the world. And hey, you know, we're not virgins, we're not we haven't been waiting for marriage, but. You know, we also take sex very seriously. It's not like we're out here loosely fucking everybody in the fucking choir. However, you know, there are those that are fucking in a choir that like to look down upon those like us who are very comfortable with the human beings that we are because they act like everything is cool behind closed doors. And it was, it's a, this is a, this is going to be a, a series. I really feel it because the, again, there's just so many layers to it. And if you watch, if you don't know, there's a show called Green Leaf which is a great example of, you know, this kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, lovers, um, before we wrap up, Tanya, where do you, where do you see yourself going, you know, at, with, with your walk where Christianity and sexuality and then 2021 and thus so, forth? I actually have not been with anybody all of 2020. Well, actually, I was. I was a young person, like, briefly. 2020 2021 I want to start opening up the realms of dating and hopefully I find one person that I can you know give it up to and (laughs) I don't see anything wrong with that and um I know eventually later on in life I would like to be married and all of that but right now in 2021 I'm just trying to date around and see what's out there but will I be having sex with everyone no I will not but hopefully I'll find one good deed and I will sit on it <laughs> hopefully I'll uh, that, that that's gonna be the quote. Hopefully I find hold on, hold on. Hopefully I find I gotta hold on because this is really good. Hopefully I'll find I will appreciate my lover for that, for being clean. That's number one. That's like the first thing yeah. out the box. Just being clean and just being, you know, transparent in that area. We have a lot of issues. That's why I don't know how long we can really be for real. But that is one thing that I feel like we're always very open and honest and talkative and you know about intimacy right um but again lovers you know having someone from a different religion does you know conflict with your future so you need to be very sure yeah. on what it is you want out of life and what yeah. stage you're at, at I'm life. still gonna yeah I mean like There's with no me I'm still to- gonna keep walking my walk and walking my path hopefully the person that I find they're on their path and whatnot but I like I said you know if they don't know Jesus I don't know that so I mean, hopefully with you, Ty, you guys work out, and hopefully if you guys don't, I mean, if you guys don't work out, then you know we can just be in these streets looking for the right one. <laughs> I honestly feel like I'm doing that. Like I honestly feel like I'm in these streets looking for the right one, but not, but not intentionally, right? Like yeah, I'm not like I'm not intentionally looking for anyone to be honest, but. I know what kind of future that I want, and I constantly think about this all the time. I'm just like, this is the first of all, this is the longest I've ever been with one person, number one, you know, in, in that sense. And I'm just like, all right, I love that. I love that I could be comfortable there. But there's, like I said, there's so many other issues uh, surrounding us 
that I know could be worked on, but I want to know if I, I want, like, I don't know. Maybe, I feel like maybe it's, I'm working on it as well as he's working on it. I mean, like, I'm working on myself. I could yeah. be a, a great wife. And I don't know if he's working on himself being a great husband, but I'm definitely working on myself being a great wife. That I could say. Because there's a lot of things in a, in a relationship that I wasn't aware that I wasn't maturely ready for that's come out in this relationship. So I'm like, oh, 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 oh. It's not just about having good sex. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's really more layers to that. And I will always try to categorize him in that, in that. Like, all right, let's just have sex. But it's not, it's not just sex. Even if it is, and he's manipulating me to make it believe that it's more, it's more. Regardless, it's still more because yeah. it is more. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's just complicated. So, lovers, where can um, they um, find I'm you, on Tanya? Instagram, T Evers. That's T E E E V E R S. And the same thing on Clubhouse, the Grand Clubhouse. So I'm on there too. Same name, T Evers. Good lovers. And um, again, so you can follow me at Ty Hampton, at Ty the Bartender, at underscore for the lovers.com underscore. Um, this episode was featuring Tanya. Um, her Instagram again is at T Evers on both social media platforms, Clubhouse and Instagram. And we just kept it real as Christians. You know, it's not many of us out here, um, but she's my personal friend as well. So we're able to communicate on a level that really hits home. I know some people's probably going to be offended by this episode, but it is what it is. Um, I feel offended by people misjudging me and and pointing fingers at me when y'all fucking but y'all y'all married and fucking motherfuckers in church and your wife is standing right next to you singing but you fucking the other choir member right there and i'm offended when you are just mad at me because i'm being my authentic self and you have to wake up every morning and pretend to be someone else okay period period (laughs) (laughs) like i'm tired okay we christians gotta do better we we we, we're supposed to be saving lives not judging each other lives okay Let's really continue to try and bring people to Christ because at the end of the day, this world is very fried. Sex is not the worst Um, thing going on. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's just too much going on in this world. And, you know, having sex with someone that you trust, you know, you remember, it's good intentions behind it. You know, it's always about your, I think that it's always about your intentions behind the thing that you do. You know, as long as you're putting God first still in it, you know, you're not just doing it for, I mean, you are doing it for some pleasure, but you know, you really doing it because you felt like it was the right thing to do. You didn't feel like, I just want to have sex today because I want to have sex. Like, you know, like, it's just weird. Like, I think everything is about balance and about being honest and true and about your relationship with God as well. But just try hard. That's just all we could do is just try. We're going to miss it. We're going to curse. We're going to slip. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna miss it regardless. We're not, nobody walking on this earth is perfect. And that's what yeah. you always need to remember. Always say it well. Well, lovers, you say it. You say it more than well. Okay, it was such a pleasure to have. Oh, you. Can you believe an hour went past already? A pleasure being. I told on your you podcast, and I'm so. Oh, of course. I hope to have so you again. <laughs> and uh, I love. I, 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 you know, yeah. the lovers love when we talk and about that's sex, so we need to keep subject, this rolling. So, so. <laughs> it is. You already know. <laughs> <laughs>